Today's daf is Masechah Sota, daf Mem Dalet, the new mission on Amad Aleph continues analyzing the speech that was made to the Jewish soldiers before they went out to battle. The Torah says in the full Pasuk in Dvarim, Parachaf Pasuk Ches, chapter 20, verse 8, The Shotrim spoke again to the nation and they said to them, Who is the man who is afraid and disheartened? He should go home, he should leave the battlefield and go home. Because if he stays, his fear, his anxieties will cause a ripple effect and other people will be impacted and become scared as well. The Mishnah now presents a fascinating machlokas tanaim, a three-way debate. What is the fear all about? Rabbi Akiva, Omer Kemash Rabbi Akiva says exactly as it sounds, a literal translation. Person can't stand in the ranks of battle, standing with everybody in their gear, and then he sees the enemy pulling out their sword, too afraid, too scared, Freaked out, he's got to go home, he's got to get away from the battlefield. Rabbi Yossi Haglili Omer, is a person who's afraid of the sins that they have in their hand. It's not a physical fear, it's rather an internal spiritual deficiency that they feel inadequate to be able to go lacking a protection because of sins that they have committed. But it's it would be too embarrassing for that person to walk away. Everyone say, oh, we know that person's a sinner. Therefore, the Torah goes so far out of its way to say all these other possible reasons why he would have gone home. He's just built a new house and hasn't lived in it, planted a new vineyard, and so on and so forth. All of those were just there to cover up possibly a person's sin. And the third opinion is that of Rabbi Yossi, that the Torah speaks of a person who is in a biblically prohibited marriage, such as a widowed woman to a Kohen Gadol, which is one of the prohibited marriages, we see that both Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yossi Aglili interpreted not literally as fearful of sins, not literally, but rather as fearful of sins that a person had committed. The Gemara explains there is a difference between them in the case of a, rabbin, of a rabbinic violation. Where Rabbi Yossi Aglili says this would, indeed, in addition to a biblical violation, even a rabbinic violation would be the cause of somebody going home from the battle. What is this Avera Shabiado? What are we talking about when we say the sin that the person has such an intense kind of sin that the person feels they can't go out and be in the fat battlefield. Yossi Lili was talking about. The Gemara quotes a Brisa, Sach bein tfila tfila. This is talking about a person who spoke and interrupted between the arm tefillin that's now on the person's arm and has not yet put on the head tefillin. And the person talks and has a distracted, distracts away from the experience of putting on the tefillin. That in and of itself is reason enough the person has sinned by talking and interrupting and that kind of person is not going to go out to the battle it's an incredible statement when you think about it not to belittle any breach of halachic practice but to say a person who spoke in between putting on his arm tefillin and head tefillin is a sinner at such a level that he may legitimately excuse himself from the battle if so how many soldiers could actually be left to fight with such a high standard of halachic observance First, a point from the halacha, Shulchan Aruch, Archaim, Simachav Hei, Siftas, the Machaber brings this halacha, and the Mishaburu explains the reasoning because speaking causes a hefsik, a, a distract, distraction, a disruption, and this creates an artificial need for an extra blessing. Although the Ramah and the Ashkenazi practices to recite separate brachot, one on the head tefillin, one on the arm tefillin, fundamentally, 
fundamentally the head tefillin is because the head tefillin is the Gemara mitzvah, it's the finishing of the mitzvah, that's why the Ashkenazim have that practice. But fundamentally the understanding of our mission is one and the same, and a disruption between the arm tefillin and the head tefillin would require repeating the first bracha of Lahaniach tefillin on the head tefillin as well. What is the deeper message though? What's going on here that a distraction between the two tefillins is such a serious issue? So I heard from Rabbi J.J. Schachter, a brilliant idea. He says, considering that the shel rosh, the head tefillin represents one's mind, one's intellect, and the shel yad represents one's actions, the rabbis on some level are teaching us that we must not have a hefsek, a disruption between our actions and our thoughts. We must not perform mitzvot as robots, don't act as robotic. The goal of being a yid, of being a Jew, is to combine and attach meaning and personal connection, not just to our actions, but to our entire avodat Hashem.